Hey guys, you're listening to Leaving a Legacy. You don't have to scoop to anyone. Right. Even it, your mom, you know, when she's <laughs> gonna pop eight, then you're gonna pop her out, man. So we're going. We moved into the balls D portion of it. There's some things you just can't buy in Vermont. Like, like Mex- Mexican American food, you can't buy Mexican food. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> hey, so. You wanna do up an intro? Let's see. <laughs> What if I just go, hmm, intro, well, now that that's out of the way. (laughs) (laughs) Done. Yeah, done. All right, then. So, episode 31, anyway, I guess that was the intro. Cool. Well, that was good. (laughs) Well thought out and executed. (laughs) Uh, How you doing, Jerry? Oh, swell. Just swell. What the hell is today? Today's Wednesday. Today is Wednesday. Yeah, I forgot all about it, too. I was about to leave work, and one of the guys like, what's today? And I'm like, well, the date. And I just, like, spouted it off to him real quick mm-hmm. like, without thinking about it. And then he's like, no, today's not Tuesday. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> Dude, it, like, all, it all blends. You it know? does all blend. Yeah. My weekdays look like my weekends, and it all ends up being the same. It's really sad, man. You get old, your weekends suck fucking ass. <laughs> wow, we're off to a dark start already. I love it. Well, the only thing I look forward to really is Sunday. <laughs> the only thing is my cardboard to keep me warm at night as I shiver underneath the blankets. Yeah, the only thing I look Old forward to. Old age creeping in. I'm telling you, man, it's it, it, life is some sad shit when the only thing I look forward to is Sunday Legacy and I end up sitting down against five fucking miracle decks. <laughs> uh, no. You played Bug Delver last round, remember? Uh, is, uh, Oh, yeah, that is what you were playing, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, yes. It Epic took me, you know, Titans. and I'm I'm looking forward to trying to record on Mondays, because on the way home, I'm like, what the hell was I even playing this weekend? Like, I couldn't remember anything. <laughs> the Alzheimer's is setting in. Oh, man. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, but, yep, you beat me. You beat me, which uh, I, we haven't played in a while, but I don't think you've beat me in a while either. Yeah, I, I went. so I went back to the Burning Wish Omni show. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was a pretty epic game. It came down to game three, me having you dead on board, but I needed you to give you one last turn, and you had to rip an Emmercool to win the game. I think I actually ripped a Brainstorm. You brainstorm did. Brainstorm into an Emmercool. Yep, and I remember you fetched right before, so you gave me the opportunity to cut. So <laughs> I just took the top card of your library and put it on the bottom, and that sealed my fate. Well, <laughs> because we, we did that shit before with this deck, though, where I had I had omniscience on the field, and like I did, so, I think I pondered or something, and you cut me into a burning wish. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the deck, the deck is awesome. Like it is, it is a lot of fun. And I know I was throwing people off because I was playing burning wish and cunning wish. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just what I like. I only I play cunning wish just to have intuition and uh, trick bind in the sideboard. Other yeah. than that, I like the I like the sorcery speed stuff. Petals of insight into tendrils of agony or living wish to, at this point, ashen rider. Yeah, I'm. I think I'm hanging up uh, Bug Delver for a while. My only wins on Sunday were against Mono Black Reanimator. <laughs> so and, okay, or Mono Black Reanimator and what? And a person playing uh, the Elves deck from literally the year 2000. Oh, okay. All right. I didn't play against him, but I, I heard there was an awkward uh, 
thought Caesar. Oh <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. In that game, I had to call a judge. I felt really bad because he was like clearly just getting into legacy, so I was trying to be really nice. And, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, you know, like guide his way, but yep. I I thought Caesar, and he reveals like forest, Llanowar elves, well wisher, vampiric tutor. <laughs> I was like, yeah. So. What I'm going to do right now is I'm going to call a judge over. And even though you did something wrong, don't feel like you did something wrong. It's not a big deal. I just don't know how to resolve this situation. Right. It's just <laughs> learning stuff. We got learning curves. That's all. Yeah. We got learning curves. I've just never been in this situation where my opponent's playing a Vampiric Tutor in their legacy deck. Yeah. And just in but, case anybody's unfamiliar, Vampiric Tutor is banned. Yes. It is <laughs> very much banned in legacy. <laughs> so called Nate, our resident awesome judge over. And he's like, yeah. The best part was is Nate didn't even realize what was wrong. Because <laughs> it's like his hands laid out and I'm like, Nate, I vampiric tutored my opponent, and this is what he revealed. And he looks down, and he's just like, "Yeah, so what?" And I'm just like, "He's like, yeah, you probably want to take the vampiric tutor like, in this case." I'm, yeah, and I'm just like, "Well, we're playing Legacy." He's like, "Ah, yes, you are. You are playing Legacy. In that case, then this vampiric tutor cannot be here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to replace it with a land. So you can replace it with a forest or swamp. What do you choose?" Mm-hmm. So that uh that was a little awkward, but learning experience. We had a good laugh, and you know, hopefully it uh it didn't scare him away from legacy. You seem to take it good naturedly. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was my, my two and only wins. I also lost to a, a real elf deck, uh, and then I also lost to uh I forget what it was, but it was probably miracles. <laughs> yeah, probably. I don't know, but it was uh and I. Man, I wanted to get, <laughs> I, I wanted to go, there was, alright, so, I'm gonna stop fucking stuttering in a second, I promise. Um, I was talking with somebody earlier, Jerry, I, I, I gotta look, I gotta look something up here also real quick, cause, they mentioned, they mentioned a card that, uh, I'm not terribly familiar with, I remember seeing it. Um, anyway, yeah, so I ended up playing Blue Red Omni Show myself, and uh I started off against Kate. And that was uh, I don't know. See, and I feel bad when something like this happens. Um you know, I started playing I started off against Kate and she's doing metal worker. Mm-hmm. Like cloud post metal worker. And um and I ended up, you know, resolving omniscience and comboing out. Uh game two I was about to, and um, she managed to, she got a Cabin of Souls naming Gollum. Okay? Yep. And how the hell did it end up happening? She had a Cabin of Souls naming Gollum. I was about to combo out the next turn, and she cast a Sundering Titan. Okay. And was going to blow up the lands, and I cast Force of Will and countered the Sundering Titan. And then on my turn, I cast Show and Tell. Resolve the missions. Resolve isn't, the... Isn't Sundering Titan a golem? Yeah, I didn't realize that. Ah. It just said artifact creature on it. So neither one of us realized it. Mm-hmm. Um, until, like, I had already drawn, I don't know, 14 cards off Grizzlebrand with an open omniscience. <laughs> and I always... I feel bad about that shit. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know Sundering Titan as a golem. Because it just says I mean... artifact creature. Yeah, the, those creature types in mud is always really difficult because they're just like artifacts. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I don't know, shit like that always feels bad. Because then it's game two, 
And you know, we didn't get to game three. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't really like to have a win like that. Yeah, I hear you. Um, but anyway, so I ended up. I ended up playing. Uh, she had, she's. I like playing with her anyway. So it was. I ended up playing against Kate. Then I played against somebody else. Miracles. So I played Miracles. Bug Delver. I played Bug Delver twice. Thank you very little, Jerry. <laughs> well, you won't be playing it out of me. I played. I played. Uh, I played against the Reanimator deck. I was afraid he was going to whip out. I actually had an answer to it too. I thought he was going to like get up Iona. Mm-hmm. So game one against Kate, I resolved Omniscience, and game two, I resolved uh, Grizzlebrand. Or was it uh, vice versa? Yep. Yeah, no, it was that way because game two she cited in Trinisphere, and when I cast Show and Tell, she put in Trinisphere and I put in Grizzlebrand. No. That's what it was, yeah. Wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing with the that's the thing with the deck with the Grizzlebrand and Omni and Omni Show. Is I just I just love like Burn was running Ashen Rider for a while when Sneak and Show was really popular because they literally had no way to cast it. They were just waiting for their opponent to cast Sneak uh, Show and Tell so they could put Ashen Rider into play. Jerry, uh, you don't even know what a beautiful segue that was. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, because I was talking to somebody about this earlier. All right, um, I was talking. To, uh, so I was messaging earlier with Heavy Meta Midget. Yep. And he was talking about how, um, all right, his only native counter spells in mono red against show and tell is red elemental blast and pyroblast. Right. So he was wondering what I thought about <laughs> possibility storm. What does that do? So it's a two red, three colorless enchantment. Whenever a player casts a spell from his or her hand, that player exiles it, then exiles cards from the top of his or her library until he or she re- exiles a card that shares a card type with it. That player may cast that card without paying its mana cost. Then he or she puts all cards exiled with possibility storm in the bottom of his or her library in a random order. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you know, I resolve omniscience, I resolve show and tell, put in omniscience, and cast cunning wish, and I end up Flipping cards to the top of my deck till I hit brainstorm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like just wacky fucking shit. Um, I actually thought it was the other one. Um, God, what's what's? There's a red enchantment that like warp world. Is that the one? Maybe that's the one I'm thinking of. Uh, chaos warp. That's the one where you exile a creature and then reveal cards from the top of your library until you reveal a creature card and put it into play. No. Oh no, Warp World is a sorcery that doesn't work. Nope. Never mind. Alright. So anyway, so yeah, we were talking about Possibility Storm because he was trying to think of an answer a mono red deck could actually have against like Omni Show besides the Red Elemental Blasts and the Pyroblasts. Um, I mean, I think Red Elemental Blasts and Pyroblasts are enough. It's just you probably want four of each. Well, the funny thing with Possibility Storm is like Mono Blue Omni Show doesn't have a way to get rid of the enchantment. Like, if you already pointed that out, I'm like, actually, yeah. I mean, I need, I would need, like, you know, cast Burning Wish, I have to go through the deck until I end up, uh, what would be the next, uh, cast another show and tell? Wow, yeah, that would be awkward, holy smokes. Because I, like, I could living, I could Burning Wish to Living Wish and Living Wish for Ashen Rider, but I'm not going to resolve that through a possibility storm. Right. <laughs> it's going to be completely freaking weird. But, uh, and I suppose... Yeah, I mean... Oh, it, what would I do? I guess I would cast Grizzlebrand, exile him until I hit Emrakul. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be wacky. I'd, or I'd cast Emrakul, get an extra turn, and resolve a Grizzlebrand. I don't yeah, know. I don't much. know. I don't know. Well, it, 
I don't think it's a perfect answer. I think it's more of an annoyance than an actual like answer. Yeah, but it, it does seem uh, it does seem funny just to catch people with an unexpected card anyway. Right. No, I mean that would definitely be hilarious to play against. <laughs> like I don't know how I would react if someone like anytime I have to pick up my opponent's cards and read it, I usually I'm usually in trouble. <laughs> I gotta think of what there was a there was a red card that was like. Maybe it, oh no maybe it was just warp world all right yeah I guess it was damn just a sorcery huh but anyway so so yeah so we were talking about uh possibility storm as a possible answer <laughs> oh boy well I'm sleeving up something fresh and new I got a package today and inside were the GP promo grizzle brands and those oh. things are beautiful yeah I know they, they look, do look nice even better in person than they looked online. Mm. Uh, they look so nice, but I realized I had a problem uh, when I was putting the. When deck I together. bought four grizzle brands. Yeah, when I bought four grizzle brands. <laughs> like yes, I got I a realized problem. I would probably, I should probably, you know, see a support group. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, my other problem was I'm looking at the deck and I have the Judge Foil Show and Tells, the Judge Foil Sneak Attacks, the GP Foil uh, Grizzle Brands, and the uh, uh, what is it called? The pre-release Emercool Foils. And those are the only foils in the deck. No foil brainstorms, huh? And I no 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 foil brainstorms, no foil force of wills because I'm what about not your go- modern what about your modern deck? You have foil fetches in there, right? Yeah, that's what I ended up like cannibalizing out of the modern deck to get. To, I only had two foil polluted deltas, so I grabbed those. But no foil mm-hmm. lotus petals, no foil volcanic islands. So I'm just like, oh man, this looks super sketchy. I need to try and get some other random foils in here. So when I go to you know SCG Worcester. I don't get a deck check and get a game loss because it looks like I'm stacking my deck, so it looks like my win conditions are my only foils. Uh, oh, 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 you got the list from Burton Cheney? Yeah, <laughs> the Burton Cheney list. Uh, no, but uh, so what I also did is I ended up uh, I, because I had to. I had to uh, order uh, foil, the game day foil uh, dig through times. Oh wait, you what? You ordered those? Yeah. How much were they? Where'd you get them? They're they're only like twenty bucks. They're not that expensive. I, yeah, I guess not compared to what the regulars are eight bucks, right? Yeah, regulars are eight bucks, um, and they're actually like two bucks cheaper than regular foil dig through times. Wow, that's surprising. I figured they'd be more expensive. Yeah, I basically went through the entire list and found the cards that I'm like, all right, these would be reasonable for me to get these as foil to like splash it out. Like like spell pierce, freaking spo- foil spell pierces are like thirty bucks. <laughs> hmm. I'm, I'm not, I'm not spending $100 on a foil brainstorm. That's modern legal, right? Spell Pierce? Yeah. yeah. So another missed card in Modern Masters 2? Yeah, another missed card in Modern Masters 2. Um, you know, the Ancient Tombs, I didn't really want... They're like $40, $45 foil, so I didn't really want those. Even I didn't, from the Vault? Yeah, even from the Vault foil. I, they're the only foils. Oh, no shit. Yeah, and then I didn't want to spend like the $25, $30 for foil Lotus Petals. I'm definitely wow, is that what those are at too? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all these freaking random cards are super expensive in foil for sneak and show. Like all these commons. I was expecting them to be somewhat reasonable. Wow. But I'm not spending like 30 bucks on a foil lotus panel. I'm not spending, you know, 30 bucks on a foil spell pierce. Definitely not spending $5,000 or however goddamn much it is for a foil force of well. Out of curiosity, is your phone on your computer on vibrate? Uh, yes it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hear it very well. Popular. I thought, 
Oh, I guess I guess City of Traders was never foil either, huh? No. So, yeah, I'm just, I got some random stuff like to try and make it, you know, less suspicious. I wouldn't even worry about it though, because like, wait, I mean, if you foil out everything you can in the deck, mm-hmm. then the lands are not foil, and you end well, up with the same. Yeah, I mean, type shit. yeah, that's the thing is like, eventually you go too far where now it's like there's a couple cards that aren't foil that you mm-hmm. need to foil. So, I got foil basics, um, just peppered in random foil stuff. So hopefully I don't get called on it. <laughs> or hopefully I have a judge that understands. I think it's okay. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna worry about it in the 06 bracket, Jerry. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'm gonna win. <laughs> oh man, when's the last time you played Snake It Show? Uh, what time? Uh, never, never. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, really? No, yeah. No? I've never played. I've never played Sneak and Show in a uh, tournament. You're gonna bring it to SCG Worcester? Yeah, well, I'm gonna bring it to that Z. I mean, I know how the deck works. It's it's pretty much just well, yeah, jam. but it, it's more like knowing your matchups, knowing what you want to play against, knowing what you can expect out of sideboards. Like, uh, like uh, it's jam show and tell. <laughs> like if you it's jam show and tell, but if you, you read sneak and show articles, their strategy is just jam it and keep on jamming it. Well, yeah. Um, all right, all right. I guess if you're just reading articles, man, I don't know. I don't know. I like the idea of doing mono red sneak and show. I mean, you guys were talking about it the other day, and you got me thinking about it. Was um, doing mono red sneak attack, even though I'm down to one Emmercool because I had to rebuild ten fins. It's just. Fucking putting in World Spine Worms, taking out Show and Tell, going Mono Red. With, and and I was thinking about this. I want to do Mono Red using Sneak Attack and Through the Breach. Mm-hmm. Here, here. Oh, and uh, Stronghold Gambit. I have that in my sideboard right oh, now. Oh, that's it's, actually pretty fucking cute. That's that's my spicy sideboard uh, position. Stronghold I, Gambit. Yeah, I don't think I'd do that, though. Not in Mono Red, because I don't have a way to check your hand and make you discard cards. What are you talking about? Like a Taxian Probe. I can't make you discard cards. Just wait until they play their creatures. Okay, that some games that's just not gonna work for me. But that's all right, because I mean, what I'm actually thinking about was doing like mono red sneak attack, um, and playing through the breach and playing blood moon and like cause, yeah, <laughs> cause disgusting blood moon and um and whatever the fuck else we were just talking about a second ago. What the hell was it? Oh, world spine worm. Oh yeah, world spine worm. Yeah, yeah because I'm, I'm down on. I'm down, I'm down on Emrakul's, but I'm thinking about him like, well, fuck, end of turn, through the breach, world spine, where on my turn I have three five fives attacking. Yeah. Oh yeah, because you get the 15, 15 world spire worm attacking, then you sacrifice and you have three five fives sitting back on defense. Well, no. It's like nice Tarmogoyfs. <laughs> well, no, the thing with through the breach is it's, it's instant speed, so I could do it during your turn. End of turn, through the breach, the world spine worm. On my turn I have three five five to attack. Oh yeah. You can do that that way, or you can just, you know, swing with a 15-15 trampler. Yes, or, or <laughs> three five-five tramplers. Yeah, I just don't know why you would hold back the through the breach if you can, uh... Because if I get through the breach on your turn and actually get it to resolve because it costs five, on your turn you're uh... Actually, no, I guess you could still wait to terminus. If you, um... Well, yeah, I don't know. I just don't know, like, what, what the, uh... Why would you be leaving up five red mana... Like, I, I don't think you're playing around anything, or, like, you have any, like, instant speed things you can... I mean, maybe if you they're being aggressive and they're attacking you, you can do it as a surprise, got your... Got your <laughs> I'm going to chump luck your goif with the... Yeah, it's like... I'll block uh, the goif with the world spine, where on my turn I get three five five. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's actually... All right, so there's a reason why. 
<laughs> and then I'll fling them at you. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Swing with World's Fire Worm, fling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. All right. Off the rails. That shit was... Uh... Anyway, so... So, yeah. So, Possibility Storm, uh, World's Fire Worm. Oh, man. All right. So... I'm still not sure what I'm doing. I put I put the Omni Show back together. Um, I don't think I'm going to do it. I think I just want to play a faster deck. I'm so used to the speed to, to a faster deck now. Yeah, that's why I'm also doing combo for SCG Worcester. It's right. a two-day event, so I'm not going to be wanting to be grinding out every single matchup. So I pretty much decided I wanted to do combo. Yeah, and I just I couldn't settle on a good reanimator build. I kept bouncing around between a bunch of different reanimator builds, and they all kept falling down to it's really weak to Deathrite Shaman, and Bug Delver is one of the most popular decks in the meta right now. Yeah, that's that's really troubling with me with it. That's why I'm thinking about uh, you know, part of me was even debating if I just wanted to to just play Tin Fence for it, like whether yeah. I whether I want to do Logan Crean's build or um or Pomegranates, you know, one yeah. of, one of the two. The, 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 Diverse from each other. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my recent experience is, is more with pomegranates, except swapping a little bit in the sideboard, or just do the version that I actually put together, which uh, really just punishes you if you didn't hold four soil. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I, I decided I wanted, you know, Miracles is still a pretty good matchup for the sneak attack because it basically forces them to keep Terminus on top of their library, otherwise they could die at any minute, which is a good place to put the Miracles player in. That's a good point. And I feel Sneak and Show is a turn faster than Omni Show. It's uh... it's less resistant to hate. It's easier to hate out Sneak and Show than it is to hate out Omni Show. Um, but it's I feel Sneak and Show is more consistent and uh, faster in, in its consistency. It's more consistent because it's not necessarily all in on show and tell. You know, uh, Omni Show is either all in on show and tell, or some will play Dream Halls. Right, right. You know, Sneak and Show at least has two different avenues that are not all blown out by well, not blown out, but yeah, all, all answered by Red Elemental Blast. Right, I can board out my show and tells to board in more hate, leave in the sneak attacks. Uh, and then you, if you're going to show and tell in an Omni show, you better have the win in hand. There's no such thing in, in that matchup for the Omni show player to show and tell in Omni show and hope for the best. They basically have to have the big three times or the, the, you know, cunning wishes or whatever they're going for in order to win the game on the spot. Because otherwise it's too much of a risk of the show and tell player having Emrakul or Grizzlebrand. And if you let them untap with that, you're dead. So I feel Sneak and Show wins in that matchup. It, it's pretty good in the Miracles matchup, and it's Bug is definitely probably its hardest matchup, just because any deck that runs Force of Will and Discard is going to be tough. Yeah. But I just don't understand. On paper, Bug looks like it should be the best deck in the format, and it is in the top three decks of the format, but every time I play it, it's just like it's a game of inches. I just feel like every game I lose, I lose by a turn or I lose by a few life points, and it's just so tilting. Okay. Well, how how is yours different? What do you mean? Well, so all right. So there's Bug Delver decks that play him to Turek, and there's some that play Thoughtseize. I mean, some that play Spellpierce. 
Oh yeah, the staple. Yeah, I mean, mine's a, mine's one of the stock uh, bug delver lists that that run the discard. It's just I don't think it's anything with uh you know the deck list or playstyle. I think that's just the nature of the deck. You know, you're a fair deck and you have a good matchup against other decks, so you're not a dog to anything, which is why it's a game of inches. Is because the games you do lose are going to be close, but that also means the games you win are also probably going to be close. There's very few free wins in Bug Delver. Are you actually playing Dig Through Time? In Bug Delver? No. I'm playing it in Sneak and Show. So the only way you're actually generating a greater card advantage is either through Jace or Dark Confidant? Uh, no Jace is in Bug Delver, but there's two Dark Confidant. Alright, so you're playing Dark Confidant, but not Jace. That's your, that's your card advantage? And him to Torak. Him to Torak's a pretty good card advantage card. Yeah, I mean, unless you're playing against somebody who's already top-decking and they're fine with that. Yeah, but if they're in that position, I'm okay with that. Oh, man. And how's your reanimate? Oh. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know, man. Miracle's top-decks pretty well. Uh, Well, yeah, Miracle's top-decks well because it has a freaking Sensei's Divining top. Yeah, so like... And I'm... Bugged Over is not afraid of reanimator. That's probably your favorite matchup to play against all day. Why not play Shardless Bug? Um, I never, I never really got behind the Charlotte's bug. I, it, the the randomness of Charlotte's agent was just too much for me, and the fact that it prevents you from playing any counterspell other than uh, Force of Will, I wasn't really a fan of. I think one of the one of the one of the biggest benefits of playing Delver is Days, and if you can't play Days, okay. Yeah, I mean it's a different yeah it's a different nature of a deck. It's just different card advantage. Like the thing with I mean Shardless Bug, yeah you're not you're not terribly reliant on counter spells. You're more reliant on ripping hands apart. Right, exactly. And it's not so random with a Sylvan Library. Right. The Sylvan Library makes it like yeah, that's like loaded dice and craps. It's <laughs> awesome. That's such a good card. Yeah, I love I love wording in Sylvan Library against combo decks because it's basically just like pay for draw a card. Like I'll just go to uh, you know how, like chew life or whatever it is. Yeah, that's and, what you did Sunday. Yeah, because I'm like, <laughs> I mean, if if you combo out, you win. So there's no point in me preserving my life total. Mm-hmm. So as soon as I resolve the Sylvan Library, I'm just gonna start drawing cards left and right. Hmm. Hmm. Now the um. Well, the, the, the number of times I've blind cascaded into Ancestral Visions. Yeah. shit's <laughs> <laughs> so crazy. Uh, um, okay. So so you're not going to do Shardless Bug? Nope, going to do Sneak and Show. Going to wreck face with Sneak and Show. Huh. Want to sell you Goifs? Maybe I'll play Shardless Agent. <laughs> Shardless Bug is a fun deck. I, I I thought it was a I thought it was a blast. Yeah. Um, all right. How about how about we? I, I've got a little surprise for you. Oh yeah. Yeah. Somebody sent in a deck a while ago. They sent in another deck a while ago too. Can't remember his fucking Twitter handle. All right. So anyway, yeah. So I got a surprise for you. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. I pulled up uh, one of the emails from. From Joel and Jason, so they this, they sent in a list a while ago. I was telling you about Jerry the Stifle Knot. Oh yeah! So I got the list together, and I uh, I built it real quick to pull pull up some draw sevens. Okay. And which reminds me, I was looking at Wheel of Fortune in the case Sunday. 
It just <laughs> somebody mentioned out. They're like, "Oh, that card looks so nice." And I'm like, hey, "Anything that says draw seven, <laughs> gr- Grizzle Brand, whatever it is." Yeah, you know that card's not legal for a reason. <laughs> oh man, I used to love doing that shit with Underworld Dreams and Fork. Oh yeah, no, that was that was the old school red black when red black combo deck was a thing. Oh, it was just even like you play with like Teferi's Puzzle Box too. No, I don't think that was around. Like I'm talking about when I was younger, like when I was a kid. Right. But I had um like Birds of Paradise, Dark Ritual, Underworld Dreams, <laughs> and then like <laughs> ridiculous stuff. Uh, anyway, so I'll read this list off to you. Oh shit! Um, I didn't really take a good look at the sideboard, but in the main deck, four Deathrite Shaman, four Phyrexian Dreadnought, one Emrakul, four Stifle, four Force of Will, three Days, three Worldly Tutors. We were talking about Worldly Tutor. Uh, two Right Into Being, two Cloud Form, four Brainstorms, three Sensei's Tops, two Momentary Blink, two Swords to Plowshares, three Wastelands, one Bayou, two Tropical Island, one Underground Sea, two Tundras, one Island, one Plains, three Misty, uh, four Misties, four Polluted Deltas, three Flooded Strands. Hmm. Momentary Blink. Yeah. Why? <laughs> um, I suppose that's a good question. Because <laughs> <laughs> doesn't that reset the... Can you read off Momentary Blink? Uh, sure, that's actually not one that I pulled up here, but let's see. So Momentary Blink, uh, remove target creature you control from the game, then return it to play under its owner's control. Flashback of four. And then Grednaught... It says when it comes into play, it's an, it's an EOB effect. Yes. Doesn't get around that, because it just re-triggers when it comes back into play. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but it's stifle? <laughs> uh, maybe it's something to... No, I can't see it being something to do with Emrakul. Uh... There's no way of stealing a creature. Um, okay. I don't, yeah, I guess I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm checking the rules, see if there's some random rule we're not catching here. Are you sure it was momentary blink? Um, Two momentary blink. Oh, uh, well, does he have the cloud shifts? Is that it? Yes. He's running cloud shift? Okay. And, and he's running Emrakul, too, right? Yeah. Oh, okay, I see what's going on there. So, so you manifest the card um, with the Cloud Shift, uh, and when you momentary blink it, it comes back into play face-up. Wait, wait, did I say Cloud Shift? No, Cloud Form, sorry. Oh, yeah, Cloud Form. Cloud so what is, happens? Is Cloud Shift cloud shift's the white one? Or? Cloud Shift is the white instant from Abyssin. But that, he's not playing Cloud Shift. Okay, he's not playing Cloud Shift. Okay. No, it's just Cloud Form. Okay. And... I'm just reading off the rules. <laughs> um... Yeah, so uh, that's what he's doing. He's manifesting Emrakul and then blinking it with momentary blink to uh, to bring the Emrakul into play without having to pay 15 mana because of the 
you have to pay fifteen to you know flip it. Does yep, so he have any way of cheating in Emrakul? Uh, there's no show and tells. There's no uh, no just manifesting. Hmm. I don't know if I like that because that's a three card combo. Well, if you momentary blink Emrakul and he's face down, doesn't he just come back as face down? No, it comes whenever you momentary blink a fi- whenever you blink a face down card, it always comes into play face up. Oh, does it? Yeah, it doesn't remember that it's supposed to be face down. Okay. I just think that's a little too cute because there's much easier ways of getting an Emrakul in play. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I just think like the downside is you don't. Uh, you don't get the extra turn at all. Like, yeah. there's, there's no way to get the extra turn in this deck. Yeah, you don't get the extra turn in Show and Tell either, though. But Show and Tell is a two card combo where that's a three card combo. You need the, sure. uh, the Manifest card, you need Emrakul to be on top, and then you also need the Momentary Blink. Granted, it has time value, you don't have to have them all at once, but you are exposed for every turn you go without having it active. This is a weird little thing that I'm thinking. I wonder. I wonder. All right. So I will mention the sideboard for a second, just because. I wonder if Emrakul actually stays in, because um, he's got three tops of the main deck, three counterbalances in the sideboard. I can't see playing counterbalance with Emrakul. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> you have other cards to flip with counterbalance. You just better have the top. Oh, but you know what's fucking cute out of the sideboard, though? What? Elishnor and Iona. And no show and tells? No, Worldly Tutors, though. Ah, uh, Worldly Tutors to get them on top. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. But, oh, uh, anyway. So, yeah, that's actually cute. How many Manifest cards is a running total? I'm not actually sure. I'm guessing, well, there's, that's only Cloud Form, right? Two of those, two right into Beings. Is this just for four? There's just four, right? Yeah. I mean, there's, there's just two manifest cards to run, right? Oh, there was a... What was the white one you were talking about a while ago? Um... What the... Let me see here. Gave Hexproof or something? The only ones I see anyway are right into being in cloud form. I'm taking a look now. There was one that gave it Hexproof. Was that the white one? The white one gives it lifelink, the blue one gives it hexproof. Oh, I see. And they both give flying. Oh, well, he's not playing the hexproof one either. Oh, yeah, flying and hexproof. All right, never mind, that's cloud form. Yeah, that's cloud form. What's the white one? I wish I could remember these names. <laughs> It's it's something form. Is there any other card in the list that has form in the last name? No, this the, those are the only cards out of that set because all the rest of them I could actually get on my cockatrice fucking file. <laughs> gotcha. That's how I can tell what cards are new and what ones aren't. Yeah. So like right of being, I actually have in the deck as rid of passage. <laughs> in cloud form, I have as cloud fin raptor. Good. <laughs> so accurate. <laughs> yeah, I gotta see if I can get an updated version of this file. Or update yeah. it myself. Yeah, I feel the problem with this deck list is the same thing I was running into when I was doing it, is that it's just not a very reliable combo, and it's a lot of work to do something that isn't as powerful as just show and tell Emrakul. <laughs> like, well, yeah, but that's... 
Okay, yeah, sneak and, sneak and choke can get away with that. Yeah, actually, just, you know what? That's that's probably a strange thing. How would this just has to force a will in days against the sneak and choke because it doesn't play its own Caracas? Yeah, well, that's the thing. Is just like what what does this deck do better than any other deck? It's it just seems like it's a worse version of sneak and show and a worse version of miracles at the same time. Which is the same thing I found with my deck list that I put together. I just felt like I was a bad version of miracles. Well, you want to see what 7 looks like? Yeah, let's see what 7 looks like. Alright, let's... How to, oh, there we go. i to try to remember how to start this freaking program. Uh, let's see. So the opening hand has Force of Will, Island, Polluted Delta, uh, Momentary Blink... Uh, no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, that is Momentary Blink. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I thought that was one of the fucking proxies. All right. Uh, cloud Form, Days, and Top. Um, it's kind of hard to tell, man. I guess. You have a Top and a Force and a Days. Hope you're playing a Not Fair deck. Then another Force and a Ten... Well, okay. All right, so... Hmm. I found goldfishing with these decks is really hard because it's really dependent on how the turns like one, two, and three play out. And what you're playing against, and, and yeah. Yeah. So I don't know how much we're really going to glean from the draw sevens. Yeah, not a hell of a lot, I don't think. Uh, cloud form, force of will, wasteland, brainstorm, right into being, swords to plowshare, days. So there's one land and it's a wasteland. Yeah, I don't know why the deck's playing wasteland. Probably trying to keep something else slow for a minute while they get something together. That's my guess. Yeah, but you're an expensive deck. Those those cloud forms are expensive, and the combo itself, just any combo you're trying to do is going to be intense on mana. And it's also a pretty color-intensive deck. Uh, six lands and a brainstorm. <laughs> Me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, top cloud, for, uh, cloud form right into being underground sea wasteland polluted delta island. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think this kind of hurts. I, I like the, the other deck. The other deck he got was uh, the four color Delver looked pretty freaking dope. This is looking a little rugged. Deathrite Shaman, Polluted Delta, Worldly Tutor, Amarcool, Wasteland, Days, Polluted Delta. So many colors. <laughs> ah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. This is probably the last one because. <laughs> Not really. Oh, all right, yeah. Last one. Six lands and a right into being. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Oh, man. All right, I gotta let that go. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, I think we came to the same conclusion I, I came to with the manifest class. It's, it's cute, it, but it's more cute than good. <laughs> mm, oh, man, that's, that's, that's too bad. Ah, uh, so, so what else? Um, all the spoilers are out now. Yeah, I was listening to uh, the show we recorded two weeks ago where we were talking <laughs> about, uh, you know, Modern Masters, and yeah, we sound like fools when that comes out two weeks late and it was revealed that uh, the spoiler that we were going off of was wrong. I don't even, I don't think we sound like fools. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how excited we're supposed to get over a set of reprints. Yeah, I just thought, um, usually mythic spoilers, they're old reliable. They usually never post fakes, but man, they got scammed pretty hard this time. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I was a little disappointed with Goblin Guy, that's really, 
But yeah. then again, the I thing was, see, like, how was Goblin Guy not printed in Modern Masters 2? I thought that was a slam dunk. And you know, the, and everybody was mentioning, there were a lot of people mentioning Serum Visions, and that's going to be the FNM promo. Yeah, did you see the art for it? It looks pretty sweet. Well, you know... Though I've also heard its nickname already. Have you heard its the nickname given to it? No. It's also known as Serum Bukaki. Okay. <laughs> so, if you haven't seen the art yet, take a look and uh, you'll understand. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> So otherwise, um, so now that you saw all of Modern Masters two, uh, are you are you interested in buying a pack? I mean, I bought a box, so I have a box already lined up. So I'm getting a box regardless. Um, Do you regret yeah, it? Is it, is no, it buyer's I don't remorse. It. <laughs> buyer's remorse isn't setting in, but it doesn't look as good as Modern Masters one. No. Like, I'm glad they don't have the full cycle of commands. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's a lot of just jank in there. And I do like that remands are at Uncommon. But other than that, there aren't too many other... Like, even the Uncommon slot in Modern Masters 1, there was a lot of good stuff that people needed. Spell Snare. Yeah, like Spell Snare and, uh, you know, just uh, all... Basically... Half my modern storm deck came from modern masters. Well, yeah, but that's because it's modern. I'm thinking of things that you could get away with playing in legacy. Yeah, but even that, but like Relica Progenitus, that was a needed card for legacy as well. Um, it doesn't see as much play anymore, but it used to see a lot of play around that time. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just there's just a lot of stuff that were just. I felt like there was more stuff in that than there was in this um, our masters too. I mean, basically, it's like remand and cranial plating, and no one was really banging on the door asking for cranial platings. Oh, okay, yeah. Actually, that really would have been... I, I think I could have been happy to see Thopter Foundry in this. I just got to find Thopter Foundries. Well, Thopter Foundry's banned in Modern, so that's why it's not in there. Oh, I figured Sword of the Meek was. Oh, is it Sword of the Meek or Thopter Foundry? I don't know. It could be both. I don't know. It, either yeah. way. But uh, Bitter Blossom gets a print. Primeval Titan gets a print. Those are the only things that, like... Yeah, that's my problem, is I just feel like a, a lot of the really good cards that people wanted were printed at um, Mythic Rare. And then, even a lot of the rares aren't that great. Like, mm, like thank God Noble Hierarchs at Rare. That, that's a boon. Mm-hmm. Um, Leyline of Sanctity at Rare, that's nice, because I just sold mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Hercules Recall, that'll be nice, but like... That's fucking silly. Was that originally a rare? Yeah. In 10th edition it was? Yeah, well, Legends. It was originally in Legends. Well, it was, it was in, like, 4th edition. Yeah. It wasn't rare in that, was it? That was uh, uncommon. yeah. No, it was a rare, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Alright. Um, get another copy of Surgical Extraction. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but, like, there's so many other, there's so many just, like, really, really, really bad rares. And I know Modern Masters 1 had bad rares, but I feel the rares aren't as good. Like, what is this, like, Scoot Mob, Inexorable Tide, Necro Slither, Overwhelming Stampede? Like, who wants this shit? Well, I don't know. I mean, I was, I'll tell you what I was excited for. When, so when Dismember was, Announced, right? I kind of hoped they were going to go to the Urza lands and print Magus of the Moon, because then you had colorless removal to get rid of it. Yeah, that would have been nice. That would have been a way to, like, 
play a moon effect and Eldrazi and reprint Magus of the Moon. I don't know. I just got really excited for that. But yeah. Such is, such is not the case. I'm like looking through the spoiler and it, it looks like a core set. Like I just see all these cards where I'm just like, yep, that's from a core set. Yeah, like reassembling skeleton. Why the hell is that in Modern Masters? Just for the draft format, I guess. Yeah, but like, why? <laughs> like, you don't want that in the draft format. That doesn't scream Modern Masters. That screams, this is a core set. This is for core set players. Yeah, it's, 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 it's Stormblood Berserker. Like, it just looks, it doesn't look as, I hate to say it, looks, Looks pretty bad. Looks very lackluster. <laughs> yeah, they definitely... And also, like, just the insult to injury, the whole, like, Daybreak Coronet, there isn't any other white enchantments of the <laughs> best. So <laughs> right, right, right. Daybreak Coronet, you literally cannot play it. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, it seems pretty, uh... I'm like... No, yeah, just, I'm going there. So, like, uncommons that I wouldn't mind opening are, um... You know, lightning bolt because you know it can always use more lightning bolts. Dismember, uh, spectral possession. I guess oblivion ring if you don't have uh, you know the detention sphere, whatever it is from Ravnica. Or oblivion ring from any of the numbers. Or sets yeah, it's oblivion in. from like the thirty other sets it's in. <laughs> yeah. Like it doesn't even look like. Are they not doing path to exile in this? No. That's good, that's good. It's supposed yeah. to be an FNM promo from what I heard. Oh, okay, so no Path to Exile. I guess I could be wrong about that, but I don't know. Yeah, it just looks like, like, sign in, like, I'm seeing all these cards, Skyhunter Skirmish, it's like, these are all corset cards. Like, this, this literally looks like M14. So, with that, has the buyer's remorse set in yet? Uh, I mean, I'm gonna open my box. <laughs> And then the buyer's remorse will probably set in <laughs> when my mythic is like I get like all suns dawn and Mox Opal. Uh, I mean, I'd be happy with Mox Opal. That at least eats really. How much was the box? Two hundred. All right. How many Mox Opals could you have bought for that? Uh, I could have bought. Let's see, let me. I could have bought. Six, set, anyway. six, six Mox Opals. Yeah, but I'm going to open other stuff besides a Mox Opal. Yeah, you're going to get an either Snipe. Yep, either Snipe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just fucking around. Uh, uh, just, uh, it, I don't know. It looks it looks lackluster to me. It looks pretty lackluster. It's uh, unfortunate. Better, I hope I open a Tarmogoyf. <laughs> I'm not. I don't. I don't have any plans to. I don't have any plans to pick up a box of this. And uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure if I'm going to draft it at all. Uh, if I do, I really just only hope to open noble hierarchs and ley lines. I guess. Yeah. Uh, like enable. Yeah, it's just not. A, oh, Mystic Snake is in this. Why? <laughs> Why is Mystic Snake in this set? I don't even know what that is. It's one green, blue, blue. It's a 2-2 with Flash. When it enters the battlefield, counter-target spell. Yeah, well, you need stuff for the draft. You know, you can't just draft every... You can't just all draft uh, Mox Opals and Time of Waves, I guess. Yeah. But, I mean, at least... Uh, I wonder I, I wonder how the draft set's going to feel with this. I don't I don't really know. You know <laughs> it has Mana Leak. Probably the first, in, first time we've drafted Mana Leak in, like, two, three years. Probably the last time I'm going to draft it in a long time. Oh, yeah, they have no intention to reprint it. 
Yeah, they have no or lightning bolt too. Like that's the thing. It feels like like M twelve. Like you got lightning bolt and you got mana leak and then you got a bunch of dopey creatures and bad sorceries and uh, I just I just hope I open a Tarmogoyf. Hope I open a Tarmogoyf. <laughs> Please make this box worth it. <laughs> I wonder how sales in this set are going to be compared to. I don't know. I mean, look at the spoiler. I'm not going to be shocked if it doesn't sell out. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna be pissed. I said, man. I feel like a. <clears throat> oh, I'm gonna be pissed if I open my Mythic Rares Comet Storm. Well, at least it won't be Incinerated Command. <laughs> it's true. It. Thank God it is Incinerated <laughs> Command. Uh. <laughs> Let's see. Like, even just, like, Battle Grace Angel? Just give us Baneslayer Angel. No one yep. wants Battle Grace Angel. Why could that not be a frickin' Baneslayer Angel? Because they want to save that for the next Modern Masters and see how much they can... I th- it's really... Uh, you have, so, I'm curious if, if this may sound a little... Um, I don't know. I guess it's the sound of somebody who's disheartened anyway, but um, the description of taxation of taxes that I always, that I heard once and stuck with me, and I don't even remember where the hell I heard it. Uh, taxes is the fine art of extracting as much as you can from the people before they revolt. Well, yeah. Okay. Take as much as you can until you can't take any more. So we're going to jack the price on these packs to $10 and fucking pump shit until we can't sell it. Mm, yeah. You think, I mean, it seems like taxation, doesn't it? Like, if I, yeah, if I don't open, like, a Tarmogoyf or a Bob and Click or, you know, if I don't open goods, I'm going to be pretty upset. Right, but you still have bought the box. So. Well, that's because I had a. I thought the set was going to be good. <laughs> right, right, right. So I and locked away that box. <laughs> well, that, that's my point. Like they can they can pump shit in the set and not give a shit because you'll buy it, uh, sight unseen. Yeah, but that's because well, they have one, trust. But well, after this, that once trust it starts is looking so like this, right? That's why. That's why it reminds me of that fine line of taxation. Yeah, that's true. Like, once you start seeing sets like this, you're like, I'm not going to buy that fucking set, no. And then you're going to see the next set will come out and be like, all ridiculous fucking, oh, look, they're reprinting show and tell. No. <laughs> like, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, give us Legacy Masters, Wizards. Give us you know, Legacy Masters. You know what I was actually thinking about on my way home? Because now, so the SCG Worcester's coming up. Yep. There's a lot of people that I know that play Standard, and some of them are trying to figure out uh, how to jam a Legacy together quick enough to, like, go play Legacy. Which is interesting and cool and all, but like, I, I look at it kind of wondering like, so there'll be people like, oh, well, you know, I want to, I want to play Legacy for the Legacy Open. Um, I want to see if I can put miracles together or see if I can put like some crazy fucking deck together. And I'm, and I'm thinking like, you're going to buy the fucking cards and sell them the day after the event? Like, that's, that's where the I think that's where the idea that legacy is expensive comes from, you know, buy it high and sell it low. Yeah. So like I I'm looking at it and like that doesn't that doesn't make any sense to me. I know there's a couple of guys coming up that are like probably have a really good fucking burn deck together and oh oh you didn't even see the top four did you? What? Oh so, yeah, burn one at that Z. No. What? Um, but burn was in top four. 
It was in top four. I did see that. Yeah, so Burn was in top four. Um, uh, 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 I'll go over the rest in a second because, man, that shit was awesome. But, um, so, like, I know this guy's coming up playing Burn and stuff, and, like, I, and I was trying to tell people, like, just fucking play Esper Dragons. Play, grab your standard Esper Dragons. <laughs> it's Legacy and Standard, guys. Well, the, the thing is, is I'm, I'm trying to tell people, and, like, you realize your standard deck is Legacy Legal as long as you take out Treasure Cruise. Yeah. Like, th- there's no reason you can't just play your deck. And, like, if you... You know what? Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Esper Dragons took a game off someone. No, of course. Like, what can top fucking... What can what like, counterbalance just, uh, floating? Yeah. So, like, kind of that shit. Just, like, upgrade. Up, do a couple minor upgrades. Like, turn those Silumgard Scorns into actual counter spells. Um, you know, you already have the fetch lands, so you might need to add, add shock lands in if you have them. If, if you run Esper Dragons in Legacy, and I would not be surprised if you take a few games off people. If, you're if, probably not winning the event, but you're gonna have fun. If you, if, like, I was thinking about it, I'm like, okay, well, Miracles isn't gonna float anything to counter those dragons, I'm sure. And yeah. Abrupt Decay's gotta be pretty useless. Like, and I was thinking about it, so I was playing with this kid, John, a while ago, right? And I had my, uh, Blue Red Omni Show deck together the way I had it built before, and it was fucking good. But, like, he had, like, little one-drops or whatever the hell they were, standard, just beating me. And then I had Force of Will, and mm. Show and Tell, and Omniscience in hand, and, like, a Brainstorm. So I'm like, alright, ready to combo out. And I go to cast Show and Tell, he casts Counterflux. Jeez. <laughs> I cannot be fucking ready for a Counterflux. <laughs> no, you cannot. <laughs> and then he just beat me with his creatures that were on the board. And, and I was telling him, like, see, dude, a standard deck you can play against Legacy because people aren't prepared for that shit. You, do you remember, the, I don't know if you remember the guy that used to come down with his deck called Angry Birds? Did you ever see that deck? Maybe? It was the freakiest thing, dude. And, and like, um, I played him, he was like, turn one, Birds of Paradise. And he, he was playing Force of Will and Days, you know, to, uh, just to hold up against Belcher, I guess, or whatever. Um, but like, he's, turn one, Birds of Paradise, turn two, Geist of St. Traft. <laughs> okay, that's pretty scary. Turn three, Unstable Mutation on the Geist of St. Traft. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> beaten face. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, my friend was running Unstable Mutation in Merfolk for a while. That card is a beating. It is a, it's, it's modern legal. Yeah, it is. It, yeah, you, for those, for people who don't know, it's one blue enchantment. Enchanted creature gets plus three, plus three. At the beginning of your upkeep, put a minus one, minus one counter on it. Yeah. It, so, it, it's, it, it's, so it, what's it make? A 5-5 five, five Geist of St. Traft attacking with a 4-4 four, four Angel? Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> it was, and, and he's like, and, and even if he didn't get the Geist off, he put an unstable mutation on the Birds of Paradise. Beat for 4, beat for 3, beat for, and like... Right. It and was like, yeah, it's eventually going to kill the creature, but ideally you're going to win pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> this, this shit was awesome. Man, I, I took such a beating from that, because as, as soon as he puts it on the Geist, he's attacking me for 9. Oh, yeah. It, <laughs> so, um, you know, and of course, these guys are like, some of the, some of the people are checking out, they're like, well, they want to, they want to go play Legacy and like, but they only want to play some crazy deck that like, I don't know. I don't know. It's, 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 it's hard to watch because that's, I think that's really where the whole, you know, Legacy's expensive is because you, you buy it to go play an event and sell it the week later, like, at least come play, hang out, get to know the format, fucking have fun playing, man. But like, I don't, I don't know. So anyway, um, well, did you see Legacy did get a little bit more expensive today? You see, you there was a buyout that happened last night. Really? Guess how much Dak Faden is now? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Guess how much? 
How much? He is fifty dollars. Wonder why. I know. Well, apparently there was a huge buyout online, and it makes sense with Jack Faden, you know, Planeswalker from a limited set. Not a lot of them out there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he he's at fifty dollars. Foil copies are at three fifty. Three fifty. Three fifty for a foil deck. Huh. Yeah. And this is just is this just online or what? I mean it's just every copy under fifty dollars was bought out. Oh it's you mean so not so much like Moto. No, no, this is like in paper. Like I mean online stores. Like Channel Fireball, TCG Player, Star City yes. Games. All got bought out. I wonder if I should have got more I apparently should have got more Dak Fadens. Yeah, I mean I think it's a buyout, so prices are gonna go down, but whenever these things happen there's price memory. And it never goes back to where it was before the buyout, so I see it settling at like thirty-five dollars, forty dollars. Hmm. I wonder why. I wonder what. I wonder what the encouraged that. Uh, I think it was just you know people realize it's a good card. Casual players love it. It's seeing a lot of play in Legacy lately. I think it was just time. Someone decided that supply was low enough they would make their move. Hmm. That seems really weird. I, I, can't, I can't imagine. That's how finance works. How? You, I mean, you manipulate the market, make some money. If you can control the market, if you can control a large enough market share, you can set the price. You literally become a market maker. Well, the price gets set. The price really is set by what people are willing to pay. True, but if people want something, and enough people want something and you control all the copies, then people are going to be willing to pay more than if there's lots of people offering it. If I'm the only guy on the street with crack cocaine, I can charge $500 a crack rock because that's what people are going to pay me for it if I'm the only guy who can uh, sell it. Supply and demand don't doesn't work if there isn't supply. I want it altered, Jerry. I, I, I have to get one altered to say crack fading now. Crack fading, yes. <laughs> Oh, actually, speaking of altars, I, I wanted to ask you that, because guess what I found out uh, today? What? One of my managers plays magic. <laughs> Jerry's getting a promotion. <laughs> Jerry's getting a promotion, yeah. Actually, so, then he realized Jerry plays Legacy, and he said, we pay you too much. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. He um, he plays magic, but he's like uh, one of those like casual kitchen player type magic players. Yep. So he's talking, and then he's talking, and, he's just, and we're talking, and he just goes, do you uh do you know anyone who's who's selling a time walk? <laughs> I'm just like, why do you want to know? Just like oh, I've just always wanted that card, and I kind of really want to get a time walk. And I'm like, do you play in vintage? He's like, no, I just I just play casually with my brother. I'm like, then why are you gonna pay like a thousand, two thousand dollars for a time walk? He's like, well, what else am I gonna do? I'm not gonna write it on Sharpie. And I introduced him to the wonderful, wonderful world of proxies. Okay, I was going to say, Jerry, you got one of two options. You can either introduce him to Keenan, <laughs> yep, who can get him a time walk, <laughs> or I can make him a proxy. That's what I was going to ask. It's like, if you want to help me get some major brownie points, uh, Adrian. <laughs> yeah, let me see what I can do. Let me see what I can do. I can look into that for you. Uh, uh, um, it, it is my work boss, so please know, like, naked Liliana's on this time walk. <laughs> why, is he gay? <laughs> no, but... <laughs> <laughs> I 
I can't just give my boss, you know, cardboard porn. <laughs> I, well, I, how about... Oh, man, that might be kind of cute. I, wonder now, uh, I wish I hadn't given you the idea. <laughs> no, no, you know what I'm thinking of? I'm trying to think of a play on the words of, of turn. Original art was never foiled. That might be a trick. Ah, that's true. That's I, true. I, I, could, I could make one non-foiled. Did I make you... No, I didn't make you one, right? I made somebody a non-foiled grizzle brand. I know who it was. He, he doesn't like foils to screw with his eyes, so I made him a pro, uh, proxy grizzle brand that was not foil. Ooh, thanks. Yeah, there's, there's a way to do it, but it's... um. So... Let me let me look and I'll see what I can I'll see what I can do. I don't know if I'll have it together by SCG Worcester. I managed. Oh, to that's fine. Just want to get a chance. I did manage to make some. Uh, I made some counterbalances for uh, Ian. Oh, nice. Yeah, uh, it was it, it was awesome, dude. Because like, uh, Tinfin's got stolen and, and he helped me kind of put the deck back together. Yep. Um, you know, he gave me a couple of cards to put it back together, and I put it back together, and then he came down to tea, and I, gave, I went to give him his cards back. Because, you know, I appreciated him giving me the cards, but I also, um, I don't know, I just wanted to give him his cards back, but he he, uh, he kind of insisted that I keep them, so I, I offered to make him some proxies. Mm-hmm. And, um, which, because he showed me kind of his deck, and he had some proxies in it, and I'm like, I could make you a little sweet of proxies. So I made him, a, I made him some proxies, I wanted to get him for, uh, SCG Worcester, because I think he's coming down for SCG Worcester. I wanted to get a hold of Bob also, because Bob mentioned that he was up for breakfast. Yeah. And on that similar note, um, so top four Sunday yeah. had Burn, had Miracles, had Elves, and had Jim. Had what? Jim. What is Jim? Oh, the person, Jim? Oh, Dredge. Yeah, nice. Manless uh, Dredge. Yep, that's the other person I lost to. I lost to Jim playing Manless Dredge, which was the loss I was okay with on the day, because Jim's a pretty awesome dude. Jim's fucking awesome. Jim is fucking awesome, and, like, and for multiple reasons, I was excited that he fucking, like, was in top four anyway. One, because it was Manless Dredge. Yep. And, he, and you know, he, I sat I sat and watched it till like, they were done, because, um... <laughs> Because, you know, he shows up and plays and stuff, and he's usually playing, like, his whatever deck he's playing. A lot of times it's Dredge, but that's not the only thing I've seen him play. But that is, it's definitely a mechanic that he's highly familiar with. Right, you, yeah. You know, whether he's doing Manalist or LED. And, like, you know, he got the top four, and I'm like, you know, he's paid enough entry fee where, like, fucking have a blast, dude. Like, I <laughs> yeah. was awesome watching him. And, uh, so, yeah, he was doing Manalist Dredge. Yeah. And I was watching, like, so in top four, it started off with, like, Jim as Manalist Dredge faces uh, Burn. Ooh, uh, that's an interesting matchup. I don't know who is favored in that. So the Burn guy gets down a Goblin Guide and attacks. And Jim's like, <laughs> <laughs> trigger, and he goes to show the top. And he's like, if I hit a land, this is going to be terrible. I know, like, right? <laughs> he's doing <Manalist> Dredge. <laughs> and <laughs> show is awesome. And, so and he starts getting the library to flip, and I'm and I'm waiting like I'm not sure if the right play here is does the burn player bolt his own goblin guide to get rid of the bridge from belows? Uh, I would say if there's two bridges, then yes, but I'd be I don't know about one bridge if the value's there. Uh, I, I I don't know at all. That's such a strange situation. Yeah, I've yeah, never in that I don't know what the right answer is either. Yep, I never watched it before, so it was fucking awesome. And um, and and you know Jim. Squeaked it out and beat him. Oh, and awesome. I, I think he squeaked it out. I could be wrong. Um, it might have just... I think they went to three games. But it was... 
it was fucking cool. So so I'm watching Jim and he's got Vandalus Dredge and he's like Phantasmagoria and shit. It was awesome. So, yeah, his Vandalus um, Dredge build is pretty brutal. Like he well, he wrecked me pretty hard when we played. Yeah, he's 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 a fucking cool guy too. You know, he's he's a cool guy playing a deck that like, you know, some people there's certain decks that some people consider like a joke deck, like mm-hmm. um, or Dredge or Burn or like. But the thing is, is like. Burn and Dredge were both in top four, so anybody else can fucking, I don't know, eat a dick. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just like, like, people knock Merfolk. Merfolk's fucking awesome. You know, it's just learn how to play the deck. If you know how to play the deck, that's what seems to matter. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, so, so Jim's playing fucking Burn. Meanwhile, Elves is playing Miracles. Mm-hmm. Jim's game's done, uh, relative, well, yeah, relatively quick compared to, like, Miracles. And uh, so we go outside, we're watching the rest of the Miracles match, we're smoking about talking to him a bit. Miracles ends up winning, he's got to play against Miracles. Um, I think he, I don't know if he got game one or not. Yeah, he, he yeah, he must have. He must have got game one. Game two, he sees Containment Priest. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty rough. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have a Contagion to get rid of it. Yeah, he, was, he was just trying to draw into a Contagion. Uh, couldn't get it. Game three, he sees rest in peace. Ugh. Yeah. But he took fucking second, right? Which is awesome. And yeah. I'm, talk- I'm talking to him for a few minutes, you know, and he-, he gets the credit slip, and he's like, this credit slip is worth more than my deck. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, dude, that's fucking mint. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that, that was mint. So, and in case anybody's wondering, like, Vandalist Dredge is probably, it's, like, I think, under 100 bucks to build. You know, he, yeah. was say, he was saying it was like fifty. Like the expensive things are the Echoids. Everything else is like a dollar, yeah, if exactly. that. Exactly. So. Oh, uh, that's so funny because after he beat me, he's just like, "Oh man, maybe should I even bother doing this? Like, I, I probably won't even top it. I have a loss there." I'm like, "I'm like, dude, play it out. You beat me. You're you're like you're uh, three and one. All you have to do is win your next game, and you're locked in." He's like, "Really?" I'm like, "Yeah, stay in and play." So I'm glad that worked out for him. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that was that was so that was so mate because he's such a cool guy and he was playing uh, off the off the path deck and and I I love seeing that shit. But yeah, yeah. So that, that was usually, cool. Usually I despise losing to Dredge just because it's such a infuriating deck to lose to. But uh, it's okay if it's Jim. <laughs> oh no, a lot of like a lot of times there's some decks that I just get mad at losing to, but usually it has more to do with eh, a lot of times I think it just has more to do with the player. Like, there's some, sometimes, if I lose to something, it depends who I'm playing against. I'm so, a lot of, like, for me, the game is more enjoyable. Of course, the game's more enjoyable with who I'm playing with. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, it, the the nature of the deck doesn't even matter to me. Like, if you're, if you're playing a deck, show me something cool about it. You know, like, like, Jim will show me something cool about Dredge. Like, I'll learn something. Yeah, I also love there. So what I thought was sweet. Uh, what was the kid? There was like a nine-year-old kid. He like came by with his mom, <laughs> and his mom just like dropped him off, and he's like, "All right, I'm gonna drop you off in this room full of like twenty-something dudes." Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, "Be safe, son. <laughs> I'm gonna leave now." And then she like wandered off. And uh, do you remember what the little kid's name was? 
No, I thought I thought that was the other guy's brother though with the vampiric tutor, but I guess not. No, it was just it was just some kid, and then like his mom came and picked him up later. But he was just like coming around, oh, okay. and like Jim Jim like showed him dredge, and the kid was like so fascinated in dredge, and he wanted to build it, and Jim was like, yeah. So then you do this, and then you know, yeah. straight spy comes into play, and you put your great your deck into your graveyard. And you do that like was this. a whack thing, man. <laughs> yeah, balustrade spy. Seeing this nine year old's like eyes go as wide as saucers as Jim's explaining how dredge works, and he's just like, mm. what? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Oh man, that was so cool. Yeah, it was. It was. It was cool seeing Jim. And then I was talking to him afterwards because I was telling him, you know, we're thinking about grabbing breakfast before the SG Worcester, and he's like, definitely. So he's he's up for it. Awesome. You know, because I was telling him one of the things I'm thinking about, and you'll see if anybody, you know, anybody uh, up for it. I don't fucking keep me posted anyway. This is what I'm thinking about: is uh, Saturday morning before the event, like breakfast at Miss Worcester. Yep. And then at some point during the day, if we're hungry, lunch, whatever, there's Coney Island hot dog right around the corner. George's, George's Coney Island. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if fuck- we have time in between rounds, though. Yeah, probably not. And then afterwards, after the event, um, Paul Max Diner should be open, which is like a small little diner. It's, B- it's BYOB. Um, <laughs> cause they don't have a liquor license, but you can drink there anyway if you just bring your own alcohol, really. Uh, and then we can go do karaoke at Nick's place. But it is a small, fucking italian diner and it the italian food there is awesome uh yeah. it's like it's like it's like your grandmother's kitchen it's so good nice uh, if you want to do karaoke uh saturday night my buddy's probably djing down at canal oh yeah yep and then uh <laughs> so yeah i mean like there's this shit to do like during the scg open if you're interested or if anybody's interested let me know there's uh yeah like I, then sunday morning could do breakfast at paul max or back at the miss worcester again uh, if, or, if, if everybody's uh, out of day two and they're ready to go grab lunch at Coney Allen Hot Dog. <laughs> just, uh, Adrian's going around sabotaging people so they scrub out. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just scoop this match? Let's go get lunch. <laughs> yeah, just scoop. Yeah, scoop. Uh, uh, yeah, I need to see. Because um, I know Mike, Dan, and Ara are going to come up too, so I think they're we're going to try and get a hotel, because I, I doubt you're going to want to s- sponsor four, four strapping young dudes in your apartment. Mm, could try to happen. I don't even know if I could fit four yeah. people in my apartment. <laughs> I don't want to put you out. So. I, got a, I got a futon that probably opens pretty wide and an air mattress that we could inflate in the kitchen. I've slept in front of a stove before. <laughs> well, my stove is actually really small. Uh, <laughs> it's 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 I've possible. I spent my fair night sleeping in bathtubs. <laughs> How many snore? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Let's see. Well, uh, let me think. What's a? Oh, hmm, you know what's close by? That's uh, all right. Yeah. You have a better idea how much you want to spend. This is actually, I went, so when I was moving stuff, dude, I, <laughs> I stayed at a fucking hotel, um, Southbridge Hotel. Yeah. Indoor fitness center, indoor swimming pools. Like, the place was really nice, and it was surprisingly nice because it was Southbridge. Right. Um, I'm looking to go back and stay there again. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I, I live five minutes away. Like, the stores. <laughs> that place was awesome, though, but that's, I mean, that's close to the Watertown anyway. And, right, uh, exactly. But that might be, like, if if the day's end or, like, someplace next to the DCU was, like, 100 bucks, I would just go stay at the Southbridge Hotel. It's much nicer. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's further away, but if you want to be, like, right next to the venue, of course, then that's what you're paying for. 
Right, exactly. Um, but... And right next to the venue is probably, like, a freaking flea trap anyways. Um... I wouldn't be too surprised. I mean, well, how well do you know Worcester? I mean, I lived there for five years. Okay, so then you know Plumley Village. Yeah. All right, so yeah, the the, the Comfort Inn or whatever the hell that is, Holiday Inn is, like, right on Plumley Village. Crown Plaza, Plum, Crown Plaza is, of course, going to be nicer. And, right, right. But, I don't know, you, you make your decisions anyway. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Probably, probably the night before we'll figure it out. <laughs> um, if, uh... You know what? You got a, anybody there got a twin air mattress anyway? Yeah, I'm sure we could scrounge up some air mattresses. Cause I got a futon and I got a twin air mattress, and I could probably fit two twin air mattresses. We just wouldn't be able to walk much, which is cool, cause yeah, you no, would I, go to sleep, get up, and go to the event anyway. Yeah, it's cool, cause I don't sleep, I wait. What do you mean? <laughs> it's Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris oh. doesn't sleep, Chuck <laughs> Norris waits. Okay. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, that, that uh, yeah, that could work if you just do some air mattresses, if you don't mind, uh, put, putting a roof over our heads. Nah, it should be, let's we'll see, it should be okay. And, uh, let's see. So anyway. Yes. Um, anything else? Um, no, I think that's about it. Uh, you know, a short episode this week, but I feel we jammed it full of good old awesomeness. You playing Sunday? You going uh, Sunday? I didn't sleep this sneaking show up for nothing. You going with Sneak and Show? Oh, yeah. I'm still debating, man. I don't know. I was going to try to do Omni Show. <laughs> uh, Mono White Prison with Four Containment Priest Main. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm really just tempted. I'm tempted to go to the SCG with Ten Fins. I'm just surprised more people aren't running Containment Priests. Is it just because they're harder to come across? They're not as common? But I don't see anyone running them. I think what caught Jim off guard, because like you don't see Containment Priests often now, right? Yeah, you don't. And and he's only he's only good against certain matchups. Manalist Dredge just happens to be one of them. He's only good against every combo deck. No, no. Name a combo deck it's not good at against. Tinfins. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean? You don't get Grizzlebrand. I'll get rid of the Containment Priest. How? What do you mean how? How do you get rid of Containment Priest? Uh, well, pomegranate. exactly. <laughs> well, like what? Pomegranate's build massacre. Okay, if you know they're bringing, so that's, you give up game two because you're probably not bringing in Massacre. Uh, well, no, you, with Pomegranate's build, you Burning Wish for it. Okay, you can Burning Wish for it. But with, with Logan Crean's build, sure. Yeah. Or Logan Crean, I could just like, silence. Elves Logan. can't beat that deck, Manalist Dredge can't beat that deck, Regular Dredge can't beat that deck, Reanimator can't beat it, Sneak and Show, Sneak and Show has to have the Pyroclasm, that's what it is. Elves can, elves can play around it. Yeah, elves can play around it, but it definitely makes it a lot worse. It's like having... Yeah, get... it, makes, it makes the glimpse more valuable is all. Right, and that's the thing, is if you have Containment Priest out, you just know to counter the glimpse of nature. Sure, okay. But yeah, what, what cut Jim off guard was that because you don't see Containment Priest often, mm-hmm. it's easy to forget he has Flash. Oh, I forgot it. That card's so good. Why do people not play it? <laughs> yeah, because... It is Flash. He cast it with the Narcomipa st- uh, trigger on the stack. Jesus. <sighs> yeah. What, what are people thinking? Fuck <laughs> <laughs> it, he's good. That's so good. And it's a 2-2. Just beats down. Shuts the combo player down and then beats his face in. It's a clock and a shutdown. <laughs> yeah, he, was, he, just needed the, he just needed Contagion. 
but uh, he didn't get the contagion. But yeah, so I saw a containment priest in play. And I think maybe people stopped playing it because when he was first printed, I remember seeing that when he was first printed. It was printed. like $50 at that GP New Jersey. Yeah, he was. That's right. Yeah, I know when he when he first got printed, I saw somebody like flash it in when somebody cast um as flash. <laughs> somebody cast entreat the angels and he, and he, when he cast he goes, hey, I'm gonna flash this in. And then we're like, yeah, that's non-token creatures. Yeah, and maybe that's when people stop playing it because not it that really not that good. It would be busted if it was non-token <laughs> creatures. Ah, so yeah. Um, uh. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm I'm still I'm two weeks away and I'm still not sure what I what I should what I want to play. I I should maybe I'll just try to I'll probably try to do one more type of Omni Show build and uh, see how it goes, see what I think. I gotta see if I can find the list I had some time ago, see what I think, and then if um if I go against it, I'm probably gonna end up picking up one of those two, or well, one of the three versions of uh, Tin Fins anyway that I want to play. So at least I get to play something I know. I'd, I'd like to do something where I play for two days, though. Right, exactly. So that's, uh, since there's the chance to play for two days, I would like to play as much as possible. I could, I guess, I mean, I could jam Food Chain together. Or I just don't want to play Elves. Um, and then I'm, the beautiful thing is the Monday after is Memorial Day, so you can go as hard as you want Sunday. Oh, because I won't have work Monday? Yeah, unless you have to work Memorial Day. I'll have to see if you, know, you work for a Nazi. <laughs> but you know, you know what else I have to keep in mind too is I'm I'm actually uh, I'm planning on taking a trip down to Atlanta for a GP or oh no that uh, GP Atlanta was this weekend. No, I'm just gonna take a trip. Me, me and Lita are gonna take a road trip. Nice. Yeah, so I'll stop over at Virginia Beach and uh, get in some water that's warm enough to swim in. Because man, here's an argument, and maybe other people don't really acknowledge it because i forget that like other people actually listen to this but like um you know we're from massachusetts right now lita likes to go to the beach and any beach that i go to is too cold for me to want to get in the water (laughs) like when i was young and high sure i'd go to hampton beach i'm not young and high anymore (laughs) that shit is cold um, yeah, cape, I think that's why I don't like beaches. The cape is cold. Uh, I don't really care what side of the cape I'm on. It's cold. Situate wasn't too bad, but like, I just went down to Tampa and that shit was like bathwater. So like, she wants to go to the beach and I'm like, no, I don't really want to go to the beach. I'll go to Virginia Beach and try that, but like, any of the beaches around Massachusetts, it's it, too cold. I don't know if you find them too cold. I don't really go to the beach that much. That's because it's too cold. Yeah, I, also, I don't like sand. <laughs> I like pools better. Pools are nice. All right. So, so yeah, we're, t- we're planning on taking a trip down to Atlanta. Got to uh, stop over in Virginia Beach. And, um, I don't know, go apparently be hot. Yeah. Oh, one of my clients actually invited me out to Hawaii. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Are they higher in there? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I mean, obviously, I can't go. <laughs> Why? Uh, well, I mean, it, I can't just pick up and go to Hawaii. Why, has... you got kids? <laughs> no, that's true. But I'm also not just going to go to Hawaii alone to hang out with a client. <laughs> That'd be weird. 
Okay. <laughs> was it like a paid trip that was offered? No, no. He was just like, oh, I'm going to my beach house in Hawaii. You should come hang out with me. I'm like, yeah, that'd be awesome. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So I guess the next thing I'm going to do is figure out how to get a beach house in Hawaii. Yeah, get a beach house in Hawaii, and then I'll go to the beach. Nice, warm, warm beach weather. Damn. Well, anyway. Um, Should we do... All right, so you're going Sunday... Oh, yeah, we should be doing fucking scooping into top eight. Scoops! All right. Um, All right, so you're going Sunday. You're bringing Sneaking Show. All right. Oh, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm going Sunday. i got to find a pile of 75 cars to throw together. I'm tempted to just try... Uh, I'm going to fucking see what I do. Maybe I should just try to fuck around with Dak Fade and see if I make the price go up more. <laughs> yeah, I was I was thinking about running them in my Sneak and Show build, but it uh just kept turning into Jace is better. I'll pay that one extra mana to have Jace over Dak Faden. Why not just play them both? Uh, there isn't room. I'd rather a second Jace than a first Dak Faden in the deck because Jace, if the show and tell sneak attack plan falls through, Jace can be its own win condition. Oh, 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 yeah. I, I don't know about doing Dak Faden and sneak and show. I was just thinking about, like, a deck. Oh, like another deck. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, a, I, I like the Grixis, uh, the Grixis Walkers deck. I like. Yeah, I ever think about that too. Yeah, <laughs> Dak Faden, Liliana, and Jace. Uh, that that's some that's some spice. <laughs> that sounds dirty. Yeah, and then you run it with uh, Dig Through Times because Dak Faden combos with Dig Through Time. Like, so does Liliana. Like, yeah, and Liliana <laughs> like peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> okay, I can see that. Yeah, that that deck's pretty sweet. I like that deck. Mm. Uh, you could also add Stancil in if you want to get real cheeky. You know, and I was thinking about something else, too, because a while ago we were talking about Sword of Body of Mind for, like, Modern Masters 2. Yeah. And then it dawned on me that probably wouldn't be so bad with the Eldrazi, because it's just going to reshuffle the library. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that wouldn't work. <laughs> anyway, uh, all right, so scoop into Top 8. Um, I'm going to scoop Jim in before you do. Nana na boo boo, stick your head in doo-doo, scoop <laughs> Not you, Jim. You, Adrian. <laughs> I stole it. I got him. I got That's him. That's fucking cool. Yeah, no, he deserves it, dude. That was fucking, that was, <laughs> that was awesome. That was awesome. He, in fucking second place, that shit was fucking dope. Yeah. Analyst Dredge. Um, so, reality scoop and metaphorical scoop in the top eight. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What else? Who else? Mm, um, I guess I'll also scoop in Nick Wilbur because he's the one who gives me the scoop and sneak. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he does do that. <laughs> That's where I got it from. <laughs> so thank you for adding that to my vernacular. <laughs> uh, what about you, Adrian? Um, I'm going to scoop in Heavy Meta Midget. We were talking about the Possibility Storm. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to scoop in Joel and Jason uh, for sharing the list anyway for the Phyrexian Dreadnought. Yeah. Sorry, guys, but I, I've been down that path too many times, and I want it to be good. Believe me, I want it to be good, <laughs> but it just doesn't work that way. Uh, I'd be curious, yeah. Um, let's see, who else? Oh, oh, yeah, I can't, I can't forget that. All right, then, and I want to scoop in Chris Chihi. Yeah, now I got the name right. Oh yeah, it's not. <laughs> 
not Chi-Chi. It's not, oh, he is not the owner of Chi-Chi's. Don't, don't butcher it now. Don't butcher it. <laughs> no, he, he, called, <laughs> he called me out on Facebook and I apologized. <laughs> no, he, no, he was just joking about it. Cause it, it was, the thing was, is like after we, you know, we recorded and we were talking about it and then afterwards I looked at like a message on Twitter where he gave me the phonetic pronunciation. I'm like, oh, dude, that's like five minutes late. (laughs) It's like five minutes late, but at least now I got it right. So I believe I got it right anyway. Um, And uh, let's see. Um, Yeah, you already scooped in Jim, huh? Yeah. You did. You fucking snagged him. (laughs) Back to third grade, played dodgeball. First pick. Boom. (laughs) All right, I guess that's good then. Threw the rubber ball in your face. <laughs> uh, let's see. Anything else? I, uh, no, I guess that's probably just about it for now anyway. Uh, that's all, folks. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping to get together with Flip pretty soon. I, I gotta, I'm going to hand him a deck, and uh, I want to grind out some games with him and see if there's anything he wants to do for the sideboard. And fucking get ready to, so anybody, uh, yeah, keep in mind, let me know, anybody want to grab some breakfast or some shit? Um, yeah. I mean, you see, I don't even know if Celso's coming up for the SCG or not. Yeah, we'll have to find out. He was kind of on the fence last time I talked to him. Yeah. I have to prove to him the Blood Moon is amazing. And yes, Celso, there are three copies of Blood Moon in my sideboard. You know why? Because <laughs> it says win the game on it. Because <laughs> bug decks can't really deal with that too easy. Any Delver deck. Win the game against Delver. I'm going to start doing some shit with Null Rods. I'm just fucking main decking that thing. I, I'm, <laughs> I love I love Null Rod. We were talking about it this weekend because we were talking about... uh Running with that... uh uh, what, uh, actually, liquid metal coating doesn't work. Liquid metal coating's an artifact. <laughs> but you know what? I'm not even gonna laugh at you, cause that's the reason I bought liquid metal coating, and then I read it on my way home, and I'm like, yeah. it also says till end of turn, cause I was, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna try to do something with, like. It still works with Dak Faden. What? Liquid metal coating plus Dak Faden. Game oh. control target permanent. That is pretty fucking cute. Oh yeah. I was running that on the welder list. And then second it to the well that I bring back a bill for Yeah, six. yeah. <laughs> turn, terrible. Turn your thing into an artifact, steal it with Dak Faden, and then sack it to bring back something else. <laughs> Convoluted oh combos God. of awesomeness. <laughs> Holy shit. All right, I hadn't thought about that. That's pretty cute. Uh, no, I'm actually, down the rabbit hole. <laughs> uh, between... Between liquid metal coating and null rod, I was also thinking liquid metal coating and energy flux. Yeah. And then I read it, I'm like, that's still end of turn. And it doesn't yeah. fucking work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, enough of my bad fucking bad card combinations that I have to reevaluate my life on. Uh, remember kids, bad cards are bad. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, play, play with deck fade and not crack fade. Yep. I mean, it's okay to try it once, kids. No, don't actually do that. <laughs> <laughs> if it doesn't work the first time, give it another shot. Yeah, I'll try anything once until it kills me. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, otherwise, Jerry, uh, I guess I'll see you see Sunday. Sunday. Oh, yeah. Take it easy, man. All right, take it easy, guys. See ya. Thank you.